For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Hey there, this is Straight Talk, No Sugar Added. I am your host, Nina Perez, and we are here to discuss life topics to challenge and transform your thinking. Let's do this. Hey guys, this is Nina Perez, and this is Straight Talk, No Sugar Added. Thank you so much for watching. This show is created to discuss life topics to hopefully challenge and transform your thinking. And I have someone here who is full of energy and loves to transform thinking, and his name is Tommy Parker. And he is a lighthouse charged with authenticity, devotion, and understanding who lives by faith through power and with love. Tommy is a mindset coach through his company, Power Up Academy, and is also the owner of Power One LLC and the nationally recognized Power One podcast, which I listen to, where he specializes in ego, identity, and alignment. And I cannot wait to get into this conversation. How are you, Tommy? Nina, what an intro. You're such an amazing (laughs) podcast host. I'm doing really great. How are you today? I am really, really good. I'm more excited at this moment. I always try to be grateful for the moment, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, So I'm really, really excited that you're here. And I wanted to start off by just letting our listeners know who you are. If you could just tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, absolutely. So you kind of read the uh, the first statement to who I am in in the intro, and and that's that I'm a solar panel charged by authenticity, devotion, and understanding, who lives by faith through power and with love. And the reason I say that is because that is the identity that I have created um, based on a combination of who I am at my very best and also who I strive to be every single day. And so it is one of those things that's very important to me, right? As like human beings, when people say, "What do you do?" or "Who are you?", it's very important to me to to know who I am and to know that mm. that is more important to, than what I do. And so, you know, I say that, but then also, um, so I manage a martial arts academy here in Annapolis, Maryland, um, as well as I do, like you said, mindset coaching. So, yeah. Do you think that, um, you know, a lot of the the martial arts has a lot to do with your mindset as well? Because I, I mean, I'm nowhere near being a martial artist, but I took karate for like almost two years. And I really realized that, it, you know, you have to have discipline and um, it does something with your mindset, right? Like, do you feel like, like that really, you know, culminates for you? Yeah, that, that's really well said. I definitely do. I mean, before, before I fell in love and found martial arts, there was really no discipline and structure and, and even confidence really that I had mm. in my life. And so like, all the the beautiful thing about martial arts is really all the intangible things you get from it. And that's why, you know, I also sell our, the memberships at the Academy that we have. And part of the reason it's so easy to sell is because I really believe in, in what martial arts can do for somebody. You know, I've seen not only myself, but I've seen our students like go from these shy and secure kids to, you know, this confidence is discipline. And so for me, it really did start to set the tone in hindsight of, you know, progressing my mindset, gaining confidence, discipline, all these amazing intangible things that are just so secondary, Mm -hmm. but also so primary to martial arts itself. That's wonderful. I wanted to know um, who Tommy is, right? So 
I mean, you're amazing, right? So I listen to your podcast. I love the way you interview. I love the people you have on too. Like I, I see you're very strategic about who you have on and I respect that. I am too. And so I really love that. And so I wanted to like tap into the background to your background of your, if you're open to that, Absolutely. Um, like, you know, you know, how you, like how you became who you are today, like why powerful one, like, where did that come from? You mind sharing? Yeah. Absolutely. I would love to. It's cool to be able to get into kind of where you are today, because like, mm-hmm. as you guys are hearing me, or if you're watching, um, or, or however you're, you're tuning in today, you know, as this podcast is going on, you know, I speak with a lot of energy, a lot of passion. I'm, I'm just excited about life, to be honest, but it was not always that way. And so that's the journey of, you know, becoming my powerful one. And so I'd love to kind of just walk through what that journey was like for me. You know, yeah. I, I remember Nina being, being a kid, it was really tough for me because I was, you know, when we, when I look back to school, I was in the, the not as smart classes, quote unquote, right. I definitely want to make sure that that's a, a, a paradox thing because I was in the lower level classes and I was really just not a good student. You know, mm-hmm. I would get behaviorally, I'd get in trouble. I was in the detention, you know, the detention room every Friday. Um, so much so that I would even have my parents, if they're listening, drop me off at what they thought was baseball practice, but it was really <laughs> me just going to detention. Uh, and so it, I was just really not a good student academically or disciplinary. And so what happened was that just built a lot of conditioning and a lot of thoughts and, and programming in my head that I wasn't smart. And so my whole life, I had the correlation that because I wasn't good at school, I was not smart. And so what I really thought was I was a great athlete. I really was, I was, I was excelled in sports. And so I thought because I wasn't good at school and I was really good at sports, that that was the only way I could achieve. And so throughout my whole life, I really tried to stray away from school. I would get really bad grades. I, I really embodied the dumb kid, to be honest with you. I really mm-hmm. kind of took the programming that was instilled in me in school and really ran with it. You know, I would, I would adopt that dumb kid persona, but it was never really who I was. And so, you know, again, my whole life, I'm, I'm really just, achieving achieving through sports because I think it's the only way that I can achieve and really straying away from school and, and just such a disconnect. And so what happened with that is it created this identity that it was just athlete. Like athlete was the only thing I was good for. You know, I felt like the only way that I could be loved or that people could appreciate me or, or have a sense of achievement was through sports. And so that just grew a, a deep divide in, in what I thought of myself because you know, I, I never believed that I could be a person who would be having a conversation with you on a podcast or, or much less a person who has my own podcast. And so part of that progression for me was, you know, my identity was athlete and I would just achieve, I'd try to achieve that any way I could. I mean, played college, like high school sports, played all the sports, played college sports, um, you know, became an amateur Muay Thai fighter, a professional wrestler. Like I would always try to achieve this achievement. And one day, it kind of just all ended. And I was left with just a gaping like hole in myself Mm -hmm. and, and really forced to, you know, at the same time going through a a bad breakup, a big move and and just so many changes in my life. And I really realized that I never knew who I was. I I thought I was an athlete. My identity was wrapped up in this relationship that I was in. All I knew was sports. And so what really happened was I was left um, with a huge hole. I, I moved to an area where I knew nobody. I was no longer playing sports. Um, and I really just had an identity crisis. And, and that process for me was really what I like to call the discovery phase of kind of finding like, who is Tommy Parker? Because until, you know, two years ago, almost to the date, I really didn't know who I was. And it's just such a, a recent thing. And so that was when 
I really started the idea of powerful one, right? Like it's, it's being powerful in who you are, understanding who you are and being powerful in what you do. And kind of the, the logo, if you guys are watching, it's a divide logo with a circle around it. And what that represents is, is me having to divide from the norm, the school systems, all these things that kind of brought this, this poor programming into my life, being able to divide from that and be powerful and who Tommy Parker really was and really find that. And the circle represents being able to bring that back into society to show other people that they are powerful, that they are not, you know, what they thought they were in their programming, that they have such a stronger identity than they even know. Wow, that's powerful. And I didn't know about that, about your logo. So that's really awesome. Now, you know, it just means so much more. I was going to ask you about that. So I'm glad you brought that up. Now, tell me about the gaping hole thing, right? Because I think a lot of people are going through that. And it's, um, you know, sports is a big thing for a lot of people. And I, I feel I'm not a sports person, but I feel bad about that because I feel like you're right. We, you wrap yourself up into that identity. And then if you get hurt or can't Mm -hmm. play anymore or don't get on that, you know, big league team or whatever, you really do get lost. And that can be a very scary, scary place. Now I was, when I was reading your bio, I talked about faith. So were you a person who has grown up in faith or did you find faith in the last few years as you were looking to fill that hole or how did faith play into this? Yeah, the great questions. And I'll touch on the first part, you know, just briefly, I think that you know, part of the the thing with with identity, right? And now I'm, I do a lot of my mindset and identity coaching. And why I say my identity in the beginning of this podcast is because I identified as athlete for so long, and I think mm-hmm. that so many athletes relate to the same thing. And um, you know, people who know the sports industry know that mental health is a huge, huge thing, obviously everywhere, but uh, you know, especially in sports. And and the reason is because you grow up your whole life only thinking you're an athlete. And all of a sudden, if that's gone from you, that's why it's a really weak identity to identify as an athlete or identify as a baseball player or a martial artist, because your identity can't be something that that can go away. Right. Like, like when I say that personal contract that I have to myself, that identity statement, that, that is, that is, it's going to be fluid and changing, but it is very like to the core. Like that doesn't just go away if I break my leg or if I snap my arm in a sport. And so, you know, I think it's very important for, for people to understand how important it is to have a stronger identity than just athlete. And so, you know, going into that, uh, you know, other question, I mean, faith for me was, was something that, uh, you know, today is the most important thing in my life. And, Mm -hmm. and throughout my life, I grew up in, in the Catholic church and I really, straight away from that as I got older, because, you know, how I see how I saw the Catholic Church, I knew I wanted to, to believe in God and be in a relationship with God and have faith that, you know, there's something greater at work. And so I was always one foot in one foot out. And because I didn't really agree with the Catholic Church. And when I say that, you know, I I had a lot of questions, and I I just wanted to know more about what I believe, you know, I know that you're big on beliefs and what you're thinking, and, and so am I. And so I think it's really healthy to challenge our beliefs, you know, Mm -hmm. because beliefs are passed down from somebody else to us. So beliefs by the definition are perceived as true, but there's somebody else's is beliefs that they've kind of passed on to us. And so I think it's really healthy and really good to challenge those beliefs. And so what happened was in the church and when I was younger, I knew I wanted God in my life and I knew I wanted to be faithful. But when I started challenging my beliefs, it was looked at, I was like, I was 
bad, bad person for, for questioning things. And, you know, I think that that's something that the school systems and a lot of churches really get wrong is they will give you the how, but not the why I want to know the why, why do I believe this, you know, answer these questions. And so there was a huge disconnect from, from me wanting to achieve something and from what they had to offer in the church that I was at. And so, um, you know, I say that to say, I ended up actually not being in my faith at all for a little while, not being spiritual, really being distant from churches, from God. I, I think a lot of people listening can probably relate to the fact that they maybe feel burnt by the church. And I hate to say that, but I think it's the truth that a lot of people feel that way. And so, yeah. you know, fast forward, it wasn't really until till COVID where I really started to develop in my faith. I remember just going on long walks and, and really questioning things like, God, you know, why is this happening right now with COVID and all these things? And it really just turned into, I was praying, you know, it went from me talking to myself to, I was actually praying and starting to build a relationship with God. And so the biggest breakthrough for me was going from religion to relationship. Mm -hmm. And the way I explain it is this religion for me, when I was younger, it was similar to the relationship I had with my flesh father. Like he was military. So he was strict. He was overbearing. You know, we butted heads a lot because I was kind of that mischievous kid. And, and so we didn't have a great relationship. I didn't want to bring my, my problems to him because it was strict. It was overbearing. The relationship wasn't there. And that's how I had seen religion for so long. There was these, these barriers to compassion and love and, and a lack of judgment. And so the way I explain it is like, you know, if I'm a teenager and I go out and get in trouble, or if I'm any age and I go out and get in trouble, and in that moment, I know I have to make a call to, to my father or to a parent. What I want in that moment is for them to just show me love and compassion, not to say, you know, why were you out drinking and driving and why did you crash the car and really condemning you? And I felt like I was being condemned in religion, but, but the opposite of that is relationship and relationship with God is knowing that when I make that call to my father, whether it's my flesh father, or whether I'm in trouble and I, I go to my spiritual father, knowing that the difference is all your father wants to know is that you're okay, that you're safe, that he loves you. And I'm fortunate enough to have that relationship, not only with my flesh father, but also with my, my spiritual father with God. And so the biggest turnaround for me was starting to detach from religion, step into relationship. So that way I could step powerfully into religion if that was the, the right direction, which, you know, it ended up being. And so faith to me is the most important thing in the world for me, but it was that difference between religion and relationship that, that really helped me be able to achieve real faith. Yeah. You must be like my younger brother. And I didn't know that or something. <laughs> we have similar, similar stories. That's, that's amazing. Um, did you, do you find that are you still a Catholic or do you consider yourself Catholic or, or do you not like really have one religion or another, like one faith that you follow? Yeah, that's a really good question. So um, I'm definitely Christian. Uh, I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm actually an apostolic Christian, but I'm really just a, a non-denominational Christian. Okay. You know, I, I believe, you know, I believe heavily in, in the Bible and, and just, you know, being in a relationship with God and not having yeah, and not having too many constraints that aren't, you know, the the word of God, right? And like the experience that you get from God. So I'm, I'm a devote Christian, but I don't um I don't really identify past that. And and it's um taken me a little bit to really be able to step back into just Christianity. And so that's kind of where I am today as a, a, pr a proud Christian. Yeah. Yeah. Well, me too. So good for you. That's, that's, so that's a, it's a good place, isn't it? It's it's a sense of freedom mm. that comes with that. Um, when you're, when you're a believer, you know, it just, it, there's a sense of freedom when you have that relationship. It's, that's really great. So you have started then um, the Power One Academy, right? I mean, that sounds like all of your experiences are culminating to this point. 
So tell me a little bit about that because I was reading it and it was talking about the alignments of the five pillars of life, right? So spiritual, mental, physical, uh, relational, and financial. You're not playing games. You're hitting everything, right? So <laughs> talk to me about Power One Academy because that sounds that sounds really interesting. Yeah, exactly. No, I appreciate that. And yeah, I really try to make it kind of like a like a holistic thing, like cover all these five pillars of life to make sure that that you are having a fulfilled and happy life. And, and to do that, I believe that those five pillars are something that's so important. And so, mm-hmm. you know, Powered Up Academy was really the kind of subsection of Powerful One, kind of being able to put what I experienced into a coaching platform, like okay. the mindset shift that I achieved on my own, having to kind of step out of the conformity and step out of kind of the bubble that I lived in, being able to step outside of that and experience all the things that I experienced and break all the limiting beliefs and get rid of all this past programming that was holding me back. I really wanted an opportunity to share that with people. And so I created Powered Up Academy with the idea of, and I know you're big on this too, Nina, but if you can change the inner work, if you can change the thoughts, the mindset, the stuff that creates the results, you can have such a powerful alignment in those five pillars. And so my whole goal now is really, you know, rewiring the mind, but also other than that, you know, coming up with a strong identity, right? Taking inventory on the different areas of your life, like what is serving you, what is not serving you. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I've came up with this really comprehensive program that takes you essentially from where you are to where you want to be. And through that process is going into a lot of your past programming, doing that deep work about, you know, where are your thoughts coming from? Why do you have these thoughts and really eradicating the the poor thoughts that don't serve you anymore. And so Powered Up Academy is now really just me giving back from what I've experienced and from the knowledge that I have to people to help them become the powerful ones of their life and to help them break all that, that limiting beliefs in the past programming and eradicate those negative thoughts so that they can step into who they are and what they do powerfully. So that way they can have the things they want to have in those five pillars. Isn't that awesome? You have a good job. (laughs) (laughs) it's beautiful I I count my blessings every day and it still doesn't feel like enough it's really a beautiful thing to be able to Mm. you know share your experience and and wisdom with people and be able to just create amazing and tremendous breakthroughs and be able to really just change the trajectory of somebody's life by changing something that is seemingly so small right a thought maybe it's a thought maybe it's a feeling and so it's a very powerful fulfilling feeling to be honest yeah Yeah. And thoughts, right? Like you said, like it it seems like an insignificant or small thing, but it literally can stop your whole progress, right? Like that, that, that limiting belief can literally put a, such a monkey wrench in everything you want to do in life. And so I'm attacking that too, you know, because it's, it's time. Like we, we got to stop this nonsense. Right. And there's so many people out there who do need voices like yours out, you know, just telling them that you can do this. Yesterday was yesterday. Today is today, you know, so we, we got to focus on that. And then now you took all of that. Now, did the podcast come before or after or? Yeah, that's a great question. The podcast came actually before. So it it kind of a funny story. What happened with the podcast is I remember, you know, when I just touched back and I said that, that that moment when I lost my identity at the time and I lost a relationship and I really had to discover who I was, part of that process was one day my best friend, Eddie, shout out to Eddie if you're listening. Um, I know you are because he's a, a great person. But Eddie, my buddy Eddie came into the gym I was working at, at the time. I was trying different jobs. I was trying these different things, trying to figure out who I was and what I wanted to do. And 
and my buddy came into the co- uh, to the gym I was working and we walked over to the coffee shop and it was the first time that I had a conversation where it wasn't base level. We were talking about deep things like, what do you want out of life? Like, who do you want to be? What do you want to have? It wasn't mm-hmm. the, the you know, questions like, uh, you know, what, what dates are you going on this week? How was the football game? It was like deeper questions that, that I always knew I wanted, but I didn't know that men, and I don't want to even say men that, that like young adults were having at this time. And so that conversation was so powerful and so impactful for me that the next day I bought podcast equipment and I've recorded a <laughs> podcast every week since about people who are having those conversations and just being powerful and, and who they are and what they do. So the podcast was, was before wow. the coaching. Wow. What a great example of, you know, being inspired and doing it afraid. That's so Mm. fantastic, right? That's like one of my biggest things. I I even raised my kids on that. I'm like, oh, you're afraid. Good. Go do it anyway. You know, just do it afraid. Do it afraid. And so it's so good because now I'm watching them become entrepreneurs and Mm. they're, they're doing it afraid. And it's fantastic, right? It's like you, you feel like you can conquer pretty much anything mm-hmm. when you have that kind of mindset, right? I mean, you just, <laughs> you had a conversation, so you went out and bought podcast equipment. Like who does that, Tommy? Yeah, <laughs> right. I, it, I love that. Do things afraid. I mean, that's what's so cool. You know, part of what benefited me so much when I was younger and I had those limiting beliefs is like, I wasn't afraid to just kind of like throw myself into a situation and just try something and kind of what I used to say and what it used to be was just kind of take aimless action. You know, I really didn't have a lot of, a lot of fears. And I had, you know, this confidence that I started developing from martial arts. And so I would just take aimless action and see where it went and kind of learn along the way. And so I think that is one of those things that kind of served me is, you know, I wasn't the most intelligent. I wasn't the most scholastic person uh, my, my whole life. But what I did do is I would take action and I would be consistent and, and the needle moves, you know, when you are consistent and you show up and, and you can take action on those fears, regardless, like you said, is such a powerful thing. It is such a powerful thing. It must be very rewarding for you as well. Um, you know, um, having this Power One Academy and and being able to put this content out there. I know you also are a speaker too, right? So you also do speaking engagements. I mean, your podcast, I mean, your website is very impressive, um, by the way. So I was on there, you know, poking around and looking at everything you do and you do a lot of things. I mean, tell me that, you know, you took some, some things you were struggling with and you literally have turned this around, right? And so f- when people have this belief that they can't, do it. It's like, no, no, no. Um, I'll introduce you to Tommy. You know, <laughs> you pretty much do anything if you put yeah. your mind to it. That's so great. Where do you want to see, you know, Power One Academy and your podcast and all like, you know, when you think about it, what do you want to see coming out of this in like the next, let's say five years or so? Like what's, what's the plan? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the plan is just to to have, like you said, have a vision of where I want to go in five years, but but understand that that doesn't happen without the daily measurable, yeah, you know, yeah. reverse engineered non-negotiable things. And so that's, you know, that's reaching good. out to pe- reaching out to awesome people like you to get on my podcast, you know, or reach out to to people to get on a podcast. And so really the, you know, where I see it in five years is, is I want to really be you know, speaking on all these different platforms. I want to be speaking on on my podcast with, you know, powerful people like yourself. I want to be, you know, hopping on awesome podcasts, having these great conversations. Mm -hmm. I want to be coaching people to, 
you know, coaching people like I do that coaching people that make, you know, six and seven figures, but they're lacking this fulfillment. And I want to be able to, to show people that there's so much more to life than that dollar sign. There's so much more to life than your limiting beliefs or what you do, like the, the who you're being and the powerful one that you are, that you were created to be is, is so pure and so powerful. And so I want to just be able to, to carry that out on such a great scale. And, and really with my voice, you know, I've really, um, I had a man of God kind of speak to me and just say, you know, without knowing who I was that he said, you're a communicator. He said, your passion, he said, your power is your ability to communicate and connect people and bring them together. And so I really want to do that with my, my podcast and just get people's voices across and get my voice across. And then also just be able to power up people. I think that's the, you know, why I created powered up Academy is to, to get people to, to be powered up in all these different areas of life. And so really the way I see it is I, I would love to have a, you know, uh, just a national powerhouse podcast. I'd love to be on big podcasts and would really love to, to grow my coaching program to a point where I am, am just impacting so many high level people to just power up even higher and really like step into who they want to be so much more powerfully. And, you know, all that to say, none of it to me is possible without God. And so I want to give all the glory to God, like God, like God has taken a broken, you know, full of limiting beliefs person and, and who couldn't even order food at a restaurant till he was 17 years old. And he's taken me and, and been able to use me as a vessel to be able to communicate what people need to hear at the right time. They need to hear it for the right things to happen. And I just want to be obedient to, to God and be obedient to what he's going to do through me. So I can just help people power up and be the powerful one that they are. That's so good. So let me ask you this. When, when you meet someone who knew you prior to this real Tommy, to your authentic self, do they receive it? Or do you feel like some pushback a little bit about who you used to be as the athlete, right? But then who you are now, which is a strong and powerful voice. Do you get that? Um, do you get a little pushback on that sometimes? That's a really good question. And um, I honestly don't. And the reason that I don't is because I was fortunate enough that during this identity change, I moved and I didn't move far. I moved about 40 minutes from my old house, but it was a move that was deep enough where all my friends at the time were in college. Um, and, and me, I was just dropping out of college. I didn't know what I wanted. I just wanted to find out who I was and what I wanted to do. And so I really honestly, Nina, I don't have a single friend. I have one friend before the age of 22 and I'm only 23 right now. I really had to cut off a lot of people who didn't serve the person that I wanted to become. I stopped going out. I stopped drinking. You know, I haven't had a drink, you know, a, a drink and I'm 21, I'm 23. I haven't had a legal drink in my life. And so it's just one of those things that the person that I wanted to be wasn't the person that the the old Tommy was hanging around those people. And so what happened was maybe those people were not, you know, receiving who Tommy was becoming. But what happened is I think people saw that I was going to start to become this person regardless. And I had no pushback because at a certain point, people saw that I was going to be who I wanted to be and do what I wanted to do regardless. And so I really didn't have any pushback to stepping into this new person powerfully because one, the people weren't in my life anymore, but two, they knew that I was going to do it regardless and despite of what they thought. And that was such a, an amazing, a power fulfillment for me. 
That's so great. Tommy, I'm very proud of you, um, you know, for being at your age and like standing in your truth and knowing who you are is not an easy thing. Mm -hmm. And especially in the climate that we live in today. Right. So um, that's that's really impressive. Very, very impressive. Um, I, I wanted to know because you mentioned it about a non-negotiable. Mm -hmm. Do you have because I, I actually really believe in that as well. What do you have, just an example of a couple of non-negotiables? These are my non-negotiables and we ain't going to play with these. What, what yeah, that's so good, Nina. You're so, <laughs> so good at being a podcast host and uh, <laughs> you're so inten intentional with your questions, with your listening. And so I appreciate that. But yeah, so so my non-negotiables, um, I have really created around those five pillars of life. What are my non-negotiables nice. spiritually? What are my non-negotiables relationally, financially? Um, you know, all, all the five pillars mentally, physically. And so what I've done is I've looked at that and I've looked at my goals and I've taken it and said, well, okay, what do I need to do daily to move the needle, you know, in these five pillars. And so okay. just to give you a few of my non-negotiables, I, I track them every single day. I have both personal and business non-negotiables that get tracked every day on my spreadsheet. And so, you know, it's a very specific, again, non-negotiable means that you do it regardless of how you feel. You know, one of my mentors says champions make commitments based on or champions make decisions based on commitments, not based on how they feel. And so mm -hmm. I do these non-negotiables mm -hmm. regardless because I know that they're important. And so, you know, the first one that I do is I wake up and I take a cold shower. And the reason I do that is what because- What is that with you guys? I keep hearing yeah. this cold shower thing. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, there's a there's a cult, there's a cult of us that just, we swear by the cold showers. I mean, it, it's so powerful because what it does is it, it's the hardest thing that I will do physically and probably mentally the whole day. And I do it first thing when I wake up, right. you know, not only is it really good for, for blood flow, for regenerating like, you know, new blood cells and for waking you up, but it's really the mental and physical pillar of my life, the reason that I do it. And so what happens then is then I, I get that hardest thing done right away. So everything else is easier. I'm, I'm stacking these wins, you know? And okay. so, you know, just like, you know, making your bed, don't, not hitting snooze in the alarm, cold shower, all of a sudden I have oh, three good. wins. I have three wins and it hasn't even been 10 minutes into the day. And so mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm just such a believer. And then, so the next thing I do is now that I'm awake, I can powerfully be able to pray and meditate. So I will have intentional prayer time, intentional meditation time. Then I'll read the Bible. I actually will listen to it. I'll listen to a Bible app. So I'm a big fan of reading as part of a non-negotiable. So I'm strengthening all these pillars. Like right there, I've already strengthened wow. my spirituality, my, um, my, my physical, my mental, my relationships is the next one. I actually will send a, a few love and appreciation texts to some people that are important to me in my life. So that's just a few of the non-negotiables that I have every day. I mean, there's, four, there's more, there's about 10, but those are the most important ones that I do every day. And of course, you know, I slip up sometimes, but it's the intention and the action when they line up and, and you can, step into that powerfully. I think it's so important to have those non-negotiables. That's so good. All right, so do you believe in intentions then? Cause you said the word intention, just, just curious. Yeah, I do. I believe that, um, you know, your intentions is, is what you planted to, to achieve that day, how you see that day going. Yeah. Right. Like, and so if I can line up, have a clear intention of the day, part of my meditations of visualization, if I can visualize what I want to get out of the, the that day, and if I can have an action like a non-negotiable that lines up when in, when intentions and actions line up perfectly, that that is proper alignment and the needle moves. As long as it's a a good action and a good intention, and those two things align, there's no there's no telling what you can be able to achieve. So I'm big into having a very clear intention on how I'm going to show up today, what I'm going to get done today, and being mm -hmm. able to align that with the appropriate actions to be able to move the needle both personally and business and in all those pillars of my life. 
That's so great. I'm actually writing right now a goal, a 10 by 10 goal book. And it, all of this stuff you're saying is like in it. So it's so great because wow. I'm on the right track. Um, Beautiful. So how do you redirect, right? Because there's, there's something about intentions, right? There's things about having an intention and there's things about having your goal and what you want that done that day. What happens when your day is not what you've intended? right? Mm -hmm. Because we get hit with some stuff, right? Life gets you like off the rails a little bit. Do you have a strategy or do you prepare your mindset to say, you know, if this happens, this is how I move. This is what I do to strategize. Do you, do you mm -hmm. work on that as well? Do you have a mental exercise for that? That's a really good question. You know, I would say that oftentimes that happens. Oftentimes I, I don't end up lining up with the intention I have for the day. But I think the biggest thing is, is the idea of awareness. I think that once yeah, you're aware right. and once you can, can stop and say, okay, I'm, I'm starting to stray away from, from focus. You know, I'm starting to check my phone or check, you know, let's say it focuses my intention for the day. Mm -hmm. I'm starting to stray away from that. I think it's so important to have the awareness to be able to understand that. So you can change the rest of your day. You know, I think what a lot of times what I'll do is I'll have an intention. I'll have it clearly written on my whiteboard and I'll start to go throughout the day. And sometimes I won't notice it, but I either see it on the whiteboard or I'm conscious and aware enough to, to understand that, whoa, 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 the day is now taking me where it wants to go. I'm not really mm. focused. I'm not whatever that intention is. And so I think it's really slowing down and, and really like understanding why you set that intention in the first place and being able to understand that just because your day hasn't gone how you want, you have a whole day to redirect that intention to, to, to have the awareness to say, okay, the morning took me what it wanted to do. I responded to all these emails. I was reacting to other people's problems, but it's on my agenda to focus today. That is my intention. So I'm going to, I'm going to hit the pause button. Maybe I'm going to do a meditation mm -hmm. to, to relax and reset. Maybe I'm going to, um, you know, time block the rest of my day. I think there's all these tools you can use to really help yourself stay and stay intentional. But but ultimately, I think it's having the awareness to to understand that when your intention starts to stray, what was your reason for setting that intention in the first place? And what is some powerful things you can do to get back there, whether it's meditation, journaling, what got you stressed in the first place, all these different things. But again, I really think the root of it is the awareness to to why it's happening and how you're getting astray. Right. You are really good. So Tommy, my intention is to continue to follow your progress because I think you are, you're a powerhouse and you are bringing a lot of revelation and mindset to a lot of people. And when I listen to your podcast or uh, any of your talks or anything like that, I always get inspired. So thank you for that. Thank you for your content and thank you for like being bold enough to put it out there. I really appreciate it. I, I love that you, um, you serve God because I do. And I think that's, that's a beautiful thing um, to not back down and not be afraid of that, you know, and, and it's a, uh, it's something to be, you know, um, noticed and remarked. So thank you for that. And so what I want, because um, I intend to keep, you know, following you and listening to you and listening to your podcast, which I have subscribed to, and I actually subscribe to your YouTube channel as well. Tell me and my audience how they can continue to support you find you, um, also connect with you, right. For anything that they need. Um, if they need to, to talk to you about aligning their five pillars and so on. So give us how we can find Tommy Parker. 
Well, Nina, I really receive all, all, all that you said, and I just appreciate you for, for having this platform and for, for having people like me be able to kind of share their story and journey. So honor to you right back for, for allowing this platform to happen. And so, yeah, so basically, you know, people can find me anywhere they're listening to this podcast. They can also tune into the Powerful One podcast. We also have it on YouTube, um, the video version. But other than that, I have uh, my website is um, powerful-one.com. And you can find a lot of my stuff on there, a lot about my story, a lot about my services, my coaching. Um, but I'm very active on Instagram. I try to, I post every day on powerful one page so you can go to at powerful one on instagram you can go to at powered up academy or you can go to at mountain teep which is my personal page so i'm very active on there so people can connect with me shoot me a dm if you're interested in a coaching program or you just want to talk and and uh, share some love i'm happy to do that as well so you can find me very much on instagram or uh, anywhere you're listening to this platform for my podcast yay thank you tommy Thank you. And guys, thank you so much for listening and watching. I really, really appreciate your time. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel and we're going to bring you some more amazing content until next time. Make sure that you visit our website at Straight Talk No Sugar Added, where you can subscribe to our show on iTunes and Stitcher or anywhere you listen to your podcast or on YouTube so you'll never miss a show. And while you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you simply tell a friend about our show, that would be awesome too. If you like this show, you might want to check out our book as well. It's Hit Me With Your Best Shot, How I Overcame a Hard-Hitting Life. I am Nina Perez, and I am here for you. If you are looking for private coaching, make sure that you email me at hello at straighttalknosugaraddit.com. Until next time. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.